Hi, you guys. Welcome to TrailerCast. Today, I have a very special guest, my friend Hillary. We were roommates in college, so you know how far back that goes. A million years. Um, she's she's going to talk to us today about her experience with infertility, with IVF, with pregnancy, with motherhood, with all the different um, hopes and losses and grief. Um, when we had, when I had opened up trailer cast conversations again, I wanted there to be uh, voices that could share stories from all different experiences in life. Ones that we could resonate with, whether that's because we ourselves can identify with those types of stories or someone in our life that has and we might be able to hear ways that we can sit with that person be supportive of that person and ultimately just learn how to be really good listeners when people are sharing the truth and so when we think about trauma and when i think about trauma i'm talking about um anything that has happened to you or around you that has been less than nurturing. Anything that has been less than nurturing. Now, obviously that is opening the door really wide. And the reason I'm doing that, I want you to understand, is because um, our brain isn't looking at things and judging. Is this trauma? Is this not? Is this trauma? Is this not? Should I let this, should I hold on to this or not? It's the experience of the trauma. Um, our body, our brain is absorbing the experience and counts a lot of things as trauma that we typically dismiss. So broad definition, so that we would start counting the things that we've experienced that we still get choked up over, that we still hold our breath about, that we still cry about or wish we could cry about or still have flashbacks from or dream. You know what I'm saying? All those things, right? The things that the body still remembers. Those are all the things that we want a chance to have a voice with. So dominantly, the things that are lost for us in trauma are choice and voice. The choice over what's happening and, the, and using my voice to have a say. Through these trailer cast conversations, I want to help people reinstate themselves in both their choice and their voice. They get to choose how they tell their story, when they tell their story, to whom they tell their story. They get to experience using their voice to be heard, to be believed, to be witnessed, to be understood, to be connected to, all of that, right? What that does is it flips, it, it kind of flips um, the thing over, the thing, the original thing that happened. And we're reinstating that person back into a seat of authority, back into a seat of um, this isn't happening to me. I'm now in a different position to my trauma story. I'm now telling the story rather than being the one in the, in the story the thing happened to. And that switch is pivotal, you guys. The switch from I'm um, a victim in the story or the main character in the story to I'm the narrator and I'm telling you this story and here's what I know and here's what I know now. That is, that's our journey, all of our journey, okay? Long-winded intro to say um, it's an honor to get to sit with my friend Hill to get to hear her journey and I just want to open, open it to you as you're listening to practice your own witnessing. What 
story is stirred within you? Where do you connect? Remember, just because it's a story that might have to do with motherhood or becoming a mom does not exclude you from the story if you don't identify that way. What is something you have hoped for? Because that's what this is also about. So without further ado, welcome you to Trailer Cast today. Cheers. Let's do it. Tell me how you want to introduce yourself today to people listening. Um, hmm. Well, as your friend. <laughs> and college your roommate. buddy. Yeah. 20 years, Elise. Girl, I can't right now. We have known each other 20 <laughs> years. More than half my life. Okay, now I'm just being really old, but um. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's so cool. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like 19, but 20. Wow. We'll just go with 20. I hadn't thought yeah. about, I haven't really got, I haven't thought about that. So that thing, yeah. It, it hit me the other day because wow. I was like, oh. How I have known her already. Right. To be time. like, oh, we've been friends for twenty years. Like that's a long. Yeah, that's like a lifetime. Oh, hell. Yeah. 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 So I like that. Um, oh. and then I think, I mean, I'd probably I would still call myself a teacher, even though mm-hmm. I'm not currently mm-hmm. teaching. You are definitely a teacher. Uh, thank you. <laughs> even today, you're and teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, and as. A person who has gone through infertility and loss and now pregnancy after loss yeah so I think I think those are the big yeah the big things I don't know are there other like are you looking that's for perfect. that's perfect okay yeah yeah <laughs> okay and this is like you know we've had private conversations on this but this was kind of yeah. an opportunity to allow other people I mean for me it was I really wanted your voice heard I oh, want you to you. be heard there is yeah. something about when we go through loss, it, trauma, grief, all those, that bag mm-hmm. of, you know, joy, um, <laughs> there is such a loss of voice when mm-hmm. things are happening that we don't have choice in. And so part of yeah. telling our story is a way to reclaim our voice, to reclaim our story and to say, this is what my process has been like. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that too, that's like another thing that is good. We can touch on it mm-hmm. if we get there, but like there's, there's a lot of loss in it. That's not just when I lost a pregnancy, mm-hmm. you know, and I know you and I have talked mm-hmm. about that. Um, but I think that's an important thing for people who haven't gone through it, who are maybe supporting someone or just wanting to, you know, know more about it, that. I think that loss of voice and kind of like loss of identity because you just give yourself completely over to treatments. Yes. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah. That yeah. Lo- yeah. The I mean, loss of a right to self, loss of even medical yeah. choice. And I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> and even like the joys of pregnancy, like, you know, loss of like, I didn't get to surprise my husband. Yeah. Like it, yeah. you know, like we didn't, we didn't get that. And that's okay. We got other things. Like, I saw my baby as one tiny cell. (laughs) And that, you know, like, that's really cool. Wow, that's a trip. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is. 
So start Sorry. start with your <clears throat> your journey. When did your pregnancy journey begin or how? So we started trying about two years ago, over two years ago. Okay. And um, at the time, I knew enough from friends and family members to know that with my age and um, all of that, that if it didn't work in within six months that you were supposed to call a doctor and, mm. <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. So I kind of, I feel lucky in that sense that I knew that going into it. Okay. Um, because after a couple of months of it not working, I was on the like six month track because of my age. Usually they say try for a year. Yeah. Yep. Um, but once you're past 35, they, um, they, they go with six months. So at about three months, I started making appointments because I know it's like you. hard to, you have to get in. I, love <laughs> I know it. it's hard to get in. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. excuse me. We got, I have we an appointment today. To have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's like really when it started. So it was right at the, right at the start of the pandemic <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Super fun. Right. <laughs> fun on top of fun. So lonely. I know we'll get into that too, but wow. Yeah. Talk about an isolating yeah. journey. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then it also was um was like great in some ways because I didn't have to hide or lie or <laughs> make stuff up. Great so point. For sure lonely at times and also I'm for sure grateful for it at times mm -hmm. so three yeah. months go by you make the appointments and then six months happens yeah, yeah. and what is so I met with well this is oh, like the every, I mean I can even like even remember being like that every month is it now is it now is it now is it now yeah. riding the wave of like okay ovulation yeah. okay we need to make this happen like this is happening right so always like, two weeks it's like a it's, two week oh. you're waiting for something then, always for two always weeks. yeah yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a long time, even for people who get pregnant naturally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. within six months or within a year, that's still a long time to wait. Well, especially I think like, I think I'll speak for myself. Um, yeah. When I'm under the impression as a, as a female that this will happen and that yeah. one day I'll be a mom <laughs> There's a sense right. of like I've also been almost waiting my whole life for this moment. So there's Absolutely. like there's, there's a it's a it's a layered sense of I'm not just waiting in two week increments. I've been waiting forever for this. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of waiting. <laughs> and hoping and expecting and hoping and yeah, yeah. Just a, it's just a, and just a lot. Yeah, a lot of disappointment. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Well, we'll get to the journey, and then I'll ask some questions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hmm. So um, six. So months. then, yes. So we met with like a regular OB. Okay. After six months, that's okay. what you do first. And honestly, it was so long ago. I don't even mm. really remember. Oh no, I do remember. Um, she found that I had a bunch of polyps. Um, which are basically just like benign growths. Okay. And is this news? Um, was this news to you? Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, that surprised me. Do you know what I mean? To be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this would have been good to know, right? Yeah, and and like, why would you know it, other right. than if something goes wrong? 
And so she was very convinced that once it, like, if I went and got those removed, that like, okay, you're going to have no problem getting pregnant because all my blood work looked fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, there's like certain things that they do, like for. I have Absolutely. to get tested yes. for things. Jared has to get tested for things. Yeah. Um, and so like fast forward, we're, we're unexplained infertility. Okay. So there's no medical or mm -hmm. scientific mm -hmm. reason why we shouldn't get pregnant. Um, so we scheduled a surgery okay. for me to get that, get the polyps removed. And then that's already invasive. You know what I'm saying? It's already yeah. invasive. Oh yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. and here. Uh-huh. And it was like, so that surgery, they did put me under because they also did a laparoscopy. I can never say it. Laparoscopy. Um, I think that's how you I say don't it. even know. I keep going. What I, is it? <laughs> it's, like tiny, it's like, well, that's like the actual surgery. Okay. So. Oh, laparoscopic the, surgery. I get it. Yes. Following. Laparoscopic. Yeah. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I'm like, the accents are weird. Um, to see like if there was anything else going Got on it. too. So they're doing the camera, they're checking around to see yes. what's going on following. Yeah. So like the polyp removal is more of like a procedure. Okay. But the laparoscopy is more of a surgery. Yeah. And so I did both at the same time. Okay. And because it was during COVID or like right at the beginning of the pandemic, not at this point it wasn't the beginning anymore, but like, you know, into December of that sure. year. Um elective surgeries were really hard to schedule and totally. so yeah so we got very fortunate that I was able to even do it and it got scheduled the day before we were we had scheduled an appointment with a fertility doctor okay so the next day yeah. I'm like swollen and in pain no kidding <laughs> and I'm waddling into the yeah. doctor's office yeah determined determined yeah, yeah. and she's like uh you just had a laparoscopy yesterday? And I was like, mm-hmm. And she goes, okay. <laughs> I was like, like but I wasn't going to miss this because yeah. I waited months. You know, we were on a waiting list for months to get in. So I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. So I just moved moved very slowly yep. <laughs> throughout yep. her office. Yep. yep. So once, and she had like pictures from the surgery, which was great. Oh, that's um, incredible. So we were, yeah. I would like, the timing worked out wonderfully. Yep. She thought everything looked good. So then we essentially started like doing blood work and all of the testing at a fertility clinic. And then that was when we found out. I, I think um, like one of Jared's numbers was low, but it wasn't like significant. Mm -hmm. You know, it was one of those things like she was like, oh, here, take some vitamins and yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll okay, get great. better. Yeah, yeah. And it did. Yeah. <laughs> so. So that's why we're technically like unexplained infertility. Um, and then we started with IUIs. Okay. And will you say a little bit more um, about what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where um, they take sperm and like place it in the uterus. Okay. So it just gets it a little bit closer. Okay. And so, are you doing that in off? These are personal questions. You can decline and we can talk about it from oh, a general perspective as well. That's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Does an IUI take place in an office? Yes, it does. Okay. And you're awake. Okay. It's painless. Um, I think some people have cramping. I never really did. Yep. Um, it's like pretty, it's like the easiest, I would mm -hmm. say, of all the treatments. Um, the step before that is like 
just taking medicine to help your help with your ovulation, like with eggs growing and stuff. Yep. Um, but we went straight to IUIs because I I wasn't having an issue where like that would have helped just the medicine. Right, right. Um, so so I was on meds to like help more eggs grow okay. so that you like increase your chances. Yes. Yes. Um but so we did you can obviously only do one a month. Um sure. or I mean you can do more a month, but it's like back to back. It's like depending on when you ovulate. So like okay. Some cycles I would go in like two days in a row. Okay. Some cycles would be like, oh, this is the only day we can do it. Um, so, <laughs> but it it's like, you know, it's like a daily thing. Like for for those two weeks leading up to when you are doing the procedure, you like I was at the office constantly. It was home away from home. And at the time I was working full time. So I was there at like 630 in the morning. Oh my god! Before yeah. work, yeah, <laughs> every yeah. day, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we tried three, okay, and then um, none of them worked. Okay, and the third one we were, and we tried different medications and mm-hmm. like different. Mm-hmm. Um, my doctor was like differently aggressive on different okay. cycles. So, the last one she called and she was like, "I'm honestly surprised you're not pregnant with triplets." <laughs> I'm currently being pregnant with one. I'm really glad I wasn't. Yeah, no now. kidding. You're like, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. Back, excuse I'm like, me. What? <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't yeah. have worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, because okay. we were like very aggressive. Okay. And so then we decided, like, my body needed a break because that cycle was pretty aggressive. So we took, um, we took the month off also so I could get a vaccine because you, I couldn't get vaccinated while like doing, doing the treatments mm-hmm. but she was very pro get the vaccine yeah. so we took a month off and then did we did one more wow it was kind of like our last ditch effort and how are you how many months are you into the like we want to get pregnant now journey like from like we started trying um so we started trying like may of 2020 and this is like we did our first iui in january of 2021 okay. so we're almost a year yeah. We're By the time I was yes. done with yeah. IUIs, it was it had been a year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And by that time I was just done. No, we I had mean, the option to on. do one more. Yeah. Yeah. Um they I think that the, it's pretty typical to do 3. Mm-hmm. Um because like if you'll if you're going to get pregnant on an IUI, it will be within the first 3 most of the time. Okay. So that's kind of like the and it's way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not way cheaper when it doesn't work and you're continuing. To just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we did do the fourth um, thinking that like, okay, well, if we're if we're going to move to IVF, like I'd rather do that during the summer okay. because that's a lot more intense. And you're a teacher, right? So this is, this is right. Like, okay. Yeah. So we did the last IUI like at the end of the school year yeah. and that one didn't work. And then I knew we were going to have to take a month off to prepare for IVF and all of that. And so I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) We're moving on. And what's your, like, are you, are you optimistic at that point? Are you like, are you thinking adoption? Where are you on the spectrum (laughs) of like, we're going to have a baby? 
Um, it's that's such a great question. It's so up and down. Mm. It it depends on the day. Okay. Honestly. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. at that point, I was like, I will do anything to to try that anything that we're able to try. Mm. And it, like again, I'm so lucky and fortunate that we were able and had the resources to do this because it's not cheap. Um, and it's not, nothing is covered by insurance because it's not medically necessary. Um, <laughs> so, so it's all out of pocket. Um, and so I think at that point, I still had hope that it would work. Okay. Um, we've never been opposed to adoption, okay. but it was not the first choice. Mm -hmm. Like we, mm -hmm. we still wanted our own biological children and and because that was a an option for us mm -hmm. and there wasn't really a reason for it to not be working I think adoption was kind of on the back burner yeah like you know of course it's an option um and it's a really beautiful one mm -hmm. um but we still had it in us to try for our own yeah yeah so IVF, yeah. IVF begins. IVF begins. Um, so you start with an egg retrieval. Okay. Where they they pump you full of hormones for about two weeks. It's really fun. Like, you're <laughs> doing injections at home, is that right? Like Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, and I had done a couple little injections with one of my IUIs where we did, like, um, it was more aggressive. Yeah. But not quite like this. <laughs> this gets a little bit more crazy. And I thought that that was the craziest part, but then actually once you do a transfer, <laughs> that's actually the worst part, I think. Mm. But again, people might have different yeah. opinions. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's fine. Um, so for two weeks about, they pump you full of hormones. And I think the second week you're going in like every day monitoring so they're like checking your they're called follicles mm -hmm. before their eggs and how do they check so they're those? checking ultrasound okay and this is this is the internal ultrasound moment again internal okay yeah good. let's can we yeah. pause on the internal ultrasound yeah. I, this is the this is the thing that if no if you've never been to <laughs> a doctor for this process <laughs> and or for the first time you go to see said baby you're going to do an internal <laughs> ultrasound. And this is the public disclaimer. No one told me. I wish someone <laughs> would have told me. So this is me paying it forward. You get to the office. You lay mm -hmm. on the crackly paper on the thing. They tell you, lean back and like pull down your shorts or under or whatever. And I'm like, excuse yeah. me? I mean, I've seen movies and I know that ultrasounds happen when they put the jelly on the belly. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, where's the I, jelly? <laughs> I've seen Grey's Anatomy. I know medical things. Like don't, you know, then, then the tiniest <laughs> nurse that's ever lived grabs a giant wand, <laughs> wand, okay, puts a condom on it i'm looking at it i'm still confused because i still haven't figured out what's going on i'm like what i don't i doing? might be in the wrong room this isn't i don't i'm here for um to, for the ultrasound for the baby <laughs> like are we still clear about what's happening here right so then freaking puts the jelly on the condom wand and proceeds to do the internal ultrasound at which point i was like 
you know what? If I was pregnant, I am not pregnant now because that was so invasive. I don't even know what is going on and I'm never doing this again. (laughs) So that was my experience. I'm dying because (laughs) I've had about 80 of these in the last two years. No, clearly the... The first one was traumatic enough, and I was like, no, I'm, no, no. Well, and, and you'll love this, at least in the infertility community, because that is a thing. Yep. <laughs> um, that wand is known as Wanda. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Wanda! Yeah. Wanda. Wanda. Uh-huh. I'm so glad that yeah. there's conversations about this. Oh, yeah. It's like, excuse <laughs> I'm sorry. Do we well, even it, know what your it name? honestly just becomes routine. You're <laughs> like, can't. okay, whatever. Nope. No. Beaten stirrups. <laughs> like, no. No. I, was like, I know no. exactly where to sit now. <laughs> no. I was like, I'm going to fall yeah. off the table. I'm like, are you sure? It's wild. Are you sure I need to be this far down? <laughs> yeah. So that is when you are going through infertility treatments, that's how they check everything. So you're going it every time. Is, I'm just feeling like my all my trauma response comes up around like, <laughs> like the in the God the just the surrender of your physical body and yes it's consent but not totally. Yeah, yeah. I was really fortunate. I had great doctors and nurses and uh, like physicians assistants that were always very much like, okay, you're gonna feel a little bit of pressure. You're yeah. gonna like yeah. you know like warning you but yeah you're right like I guess your consent is when you walk in the office you're consenting to do whatever needs to be done yeah damn hell that's just and when you're in you know when you're in my position it's like that that was the easy part for me okay well let's keep going because that was that (laughs) I'm like it became the easy part let me put it that way it became became the easy easy. part yeah it's just I'm just wanting to note like how psychological physiological the whole process is and mm-hmm. it is yeah yeah it's a lot of being poked and prodded and right yeah there's some such yes. contrast uh, to how we thought yes. it would go and I think people probably who haven't gone through it or just don't like you don't stop to think about it right naturally <laughs> right wouldn't know you don't realize how physically demanding it is like yes I think everyone kind of understands at least to an extent that it's emotionally really difficult but it is also physically exhausting totally not just that like but all the meds you're on and it's like you're on meds for two weeks and then you just stop them if it doesn't work and so your body is like what I finally adjusted what's happening and then you're back on them for two weeks and yeah so so they're measuring um, internally your follicles. You're going almost every yes. every day, almost every day, everything. Yep. Yeah. Toward the end, you go every day until it's like retrieval time where they okay. take the follicles out. Um, and so that day is like a really big day because it depends, you know, how many you get. Um, I don't like to share numbers, not because I'm unwilling, but because it's so different for everyone and okay. it's the quality is far more important than the quantity okay. that you get. So okay. like I had a very high number, mm-hmm. especially for given my age, mm-hmm. um, but there's natural attrition along the way. And so like that number 
goes down really far. Also people who did not get as high of a number as I did and ended up with like the same amount of embryos or, you know, so it's like, that one's a hard one because I just don't, I don't want anyone listening to be like, I didn't get that many, you know? That's that's very thoughtful because you're right. That's, if you're like, this isn't statistically how we come to viability, then. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but we were really thankful with what we started with and, um, and my doctor was aggressive because she knew that we wanted more than one kid. And so my goal was to not have to do this part again. (laughs) And I don't think I will have to, hopefully, um, which is great. Yep. I didn't even think about Um, that. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of people have to do multiple egg retrievals, um, sometimes to only to get one embryo. Um, so then after that, it's kind of interesting. It's like more waiting. Um, so they do like a week of, so they take the, they take the eggs and fertilize them, write them in there. Okay. Um, we did a process called ICSI, which is where they inject like one sperm into an egg. So that just makes it a little bit more, um, likely that they will fertilize. Okay. Um, it's also more expensive. So, uh, but our doctor like recommends that because you just have a better chance. Yeah. And that's what we're here Um, for, right? It's like, we're we're, we're not here to play the lottery. (laughs) Like, yeah, no. like we're, we're here to, to <laughs> no. have a, the baby. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so you find out that day how many got fertilized. Oh. Okay, so it's like autumn- nothing, no information, nothing, 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 yeah. nothing. Hey, by the way, here are all the babies that you this could many, possibly. Yeah, got fertilized. <laughs> and then the next day, it's like how many are actually growing still. Kind of, or no, no, no. Sorry, the first day is. Yeah, the first day is how many eggs are mature. And what's the correct So that's term? how many. We're saying a dis- yeah, like, embryo at this point? What is? No, just just eggs. Okay, so, just so we're like saying the eggs and then fertilized eggs. Yes. Okay. So a fertilized egg would be an embryo. Okay. Yeah. So the eggs, you find out how many are mature to even like, because you can't, you can't fertilize one that's not ready. Okay. So they just like automatically get rid of some of those eggs um so then they fertilize the remaining mature ones and then the next day you find out how many of those actually fertilized but then like every day there's there's attrition yeah but you get a phone call and it's so weird because you're like those are my babies you know and like you're getting a phone call about how many and I was thankfully very prepared for the numbers to go way down um that's like that's like a Pardon, but that's a mind fuck. That is just like, I'm sorry, yeah. what? Like, you know, that's yeah. Even... It's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And then they and like <laughs> if anyone is listening that actually knows what they're talking about, they're probably like, This girl is way off. <laughs> that's not what happens. But there's like um there are certain days that are a really big deal. So it's like day three is a really big deal to okay. find out how many are growing. Um, day five, they can actually freeze embryos for testing if you choose to get them tested. Um, I think they, I think they will still freeze them on six and seven. Like these are days after fertilization, but I think like day five and six are the best. I think day fives are like 
is that genetic testing that they're doing or viability testing? What's the testing that's going on? Genetic testing, if okay. you choose. So you that's elective. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so then that, like, once you decide if you're going to send them off for testing, that takes another like two weeks to find out how many come back viable. Okay. So. Um, we elected to genetically test. It was not because we were not interested in any of the babies. It's because most often miscarriages happen when there's a genetic abnormality. And so if you choose to test, most doctors won't transfer genetically abnormal embryos first. Mm. Um, there's also one in the middle called mosaic where they don't have enough genetic material and doctors will transfer those okay. but basically they're trying to save like the mom from going through like a miscarriage or something yeah so um yeah so then we ended up getting our genetic results back and it was like it was the exact number my doctor wanted us to have awesome was Perfect what we student. got <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I tried. A plus. I really, I really worked really hard. Um, <laughs> and then um, doctors do it differently. So some people do um, what's called a fresh embryo transfer. So like just a couple days after their egg retrieval, they'll transfer an untested embryo. Okay. Because your body's in the oh, right, yeah. Yeah. like it's the Window right time. And yeah. Yes. And so we did not do that. My doctor prefers to do the tested ones just because you have a better chance yeah um of it sticking okay. and so she and also because i did have a very high number there's like a you can your body can have a reaction where your ovaries are like overstimulated and they kind of need to chill out mm -hmm. before <laughs> before you then put your body through pregnancy yeah yeah no <laughs> kidding yeah. yeah so we waited a month before we transferred transfer day does your it's uh -huh. also during COVID. Is, is your partner allowed to go with yep. you? Um, for our first transfer, yes. For okay. our second transfer, no. Okay. So it, it was all dependent on numbers. Re really? Like COVID numbers. Oh, oh, oh! I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the so you're so they're already there. We already know there's two transfers now. So the first transfer, yes. we're applying again. Works. We're still in hope land. We're like everything's yes. gone, and IVF so far has been positive. Yeah. Yeah, we had reason to hope. Okay. My, our embryos looked really healthy. Um, we know that there are both boys and girls. We don't know how many of each because um, we don't. We didn't want to know. We wanted one surprise. Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but that, yeah. So we just yeah. know that there are both. Okay. Um, okay. So we transferred one. We just told my doctor pick the the one that looks the healthiest. Okay. Wow. We'll start there. Wow. That's neat to kind of, again, like reclaim that sense of we'd like to have some sense that we're not in charge of every single minute detail here. Yeah. yeah. I felt weird about picking. I think there's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with picking. Um, for me personally, it just didn't, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I, I just yeah. want a healthy baby. Yeah. And yeah. I think it probably helped to know we had both and we are going to try to do this again. So, yeah. um, but yeah, we, and Jared loves surprises, so Perfect. he yeah, was all like, in. Yeah, he's like, yes. Yeah, everyone, everyone's surprised that I'm the one that's like <laughs> willing to go for this. I'm like, it's the best. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so we transferred. Um, 
one embryo and got blood work 10 days later. By this time, I had completely given up taking pregnancy tests. Um, okay. I gave that up maybe maybe after our first or second IUI. Oh, wow. It was, okay. It was too many negatives. I had just seen yeah. Yeah. too many, and it wasn't fun for me anymore to take them. Also, wow. they're expensive. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so wow. that was something wow. that I I just didn't, I didn't do. I didn't test yeah. until like they did my blood work. Yeah, where it's like, you know what? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, again, I have choice. This is the choice I'm going to make, taking back some choice in that time. Right. And really big tangent, but side note, can we just talk about the fact that COVID tests look like pregnancy oh, they tests? Do. And that is very triggering it's, for someone I, I who's bet. gone through infertility yeah to be like i'm waiting for that line again oh my god yeah, yeah you're yeah, like yeah. i all i've ever wanted is a positive yeah. and now if i'm taking a covid test all i want <laughs> yeah, is yes, a i don't want that very, yeah. very confusing. <laughs> so whoever made those tests i really think you should rethink yes it. hear us hear us <laughs> loud and clear hear me. <laughs> if you get nothing else from this <laughs> um so, yeah so we so found out work, first transfer Yep. Um, so I got blood work before school one morning and they, my doctor always was the one to call with, um, with pregnancy news. So like if it was just regular routine blood work, someone from the office would call and just say like, you know, everything looks good. My doctor was always the one to call with pregnancy news or if there was anything like concerning. Um, and I found out that she calls um, positive pregnancy people first because <laughs> it was the earliest I had ever gotten a phone call. <laughs> um, I'm sure those calls are very fun for her to yeah. make being in that yeah. field. Um, and so that day we found, or yeah, the day of the blood work, it was, you know, a week and a half later, um, we found out that we were pregnant with our first baby. Yeah. So, at this so then I took a pregnancy test. Oh, girl, yes. I love it. I love it. You're like, not. Because I knew I would see a positive. <laughs> I'm obsessed yeah. with that. That I just want to like snapshot that as um, a really beautiful way again for a redo to be like, you know what? I'm taking it now. <gasps> yeah, I That's know what powerful. I'm going to <laughs> That is so yeah. powerful. Okay. Yeah. And I think also, like, yes, my doctor called and congratulated us and was so excited with, like, our numbers and everything. Um, but I think I had to see it with my own two eyes. 100%. I had never seen that. Well, it's I your had right never seen that, on that moment. And that, yeah. you know, you're like, all right, I'm, here, I'm now choosing. Wow, that's so cool. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny, too, like, looking back and, like, oh, I always waited, like, the full five minutes. But oh. <laughs> when I took it, it was, like, it was immediate. Like... <laughs> Like you, well, when you're going through oh, until so you're like, holding, like you're holding the stick, like in the light, like maybe it's positive. <laughs> it's like really. I would be. I'm the really person, like taking the test and then reading the directions afterwards. Like, oh, <laughs> oops. Okay, I don't know. Is it, do I do it again? Like, we'll it see. Appreciate that you yeah. did it correctly, read the instructions, yeah. follow the rules. But I'm like, oh, I did. You know me. I do. We, we love yes. some rules yes. around here. Yeah, you know me. Where I'm like, this is... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got pee in my hands. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Totally. So, 
teaching in person at this point when you or are you guys online? Yes. Okay, so you're back in person. Yeah, and this was just last October. Okay. Okay. Or I we found out or, maybe right at the end of September we found yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So keep going. So yeah. then what? So then I kept going to the doctors like once a week. Um and everything looks good. Internal then, ultrasounds again? Are we back with Wanda? Internal ultrasounds, yeah. Wanda's back in the... They're a lot more fun when there's a little baby in there. You're right, you're <laughs> after right. Going, you're after right. going through all of this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, a, like, again, like we've talked about, there are little gifts along the way. Like, I, there were lots of things I got I missed out on. Um, and then there were lots of things that I got to have that other people don't. So, like, I got to see the pregnancy from the point where it's just a gestational sac. So all you see is this little black dot on the ultrasound. Whoa. You don't even see a baby. Um, and that just like, that's like a week after blood work just Amazing. to confirm yeah. that it's in the right spot. Yeah. Um, and I think like, as you're going through it to kind of another tangent, as you, you start to learn how much can go wrong mm. mm -hmm. and also how much has to go right. So like, Totally. Once I was pregnant through IVF, as much as I knew about loss, I didn't think it was going to happen to me yeah. Yeah. Um, because I was like, well, it's a healthy embryo. It's in mm -hmm. the right spot. I have people monitoring me yeah. all check, the time. Check, 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 check. Yeah. yeah. Like, why wouldn't this work? <laughs> like, so yeah. I was like, I was on cloud nine. Um, so we had an appointment in the, in early October to go hear the baby's heartbeat and that was at like I think it was like at just over six weeks okay pregnant so really early um way earlier than most people get to go see <laughs> an ultrasound heard the heartbeat um it was that we went after school so I was so excited the whole day um I was feeling really good still and that was a Friday after school and then that Sunday is when I started bleeding okay so um and then just take you a know breath, the story, even, but, yeah, but yeah, even this, you know, every, <laughs> yeah, every time we tell, tell the story, it's another invitation to another layer of what needs to be released this time. What yeah. Do need, what do I need to remember this time? What do I not need to remember this time? And mm -hmm. so just like, it's just in that, um, you get to have this as you want it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. And thank you for giving me the space to do it multiple times. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were, I mean, we were very blessed with incredible care. Our doctor's office is open seven days a week. Um, it's limited hours on, on Saturday and Sunday. And so I guess, thankfully, I started bleeding early <laughs> so I could call. <laughs> um, but it it's shocking. It's like a you don't want to see that. It's very normal also. So anyone who might be in early pregnancy, it is a very normal thing to bleed. Um, and I knew that. It's still a horrific thing to see. And so we called. We went in right away. They checked. They could still see the heartbeat. And everything actually looked okay um, that day. So they put me on, like, strict bed rest. Okay told me to come back the next day and they were amazing they're like you can come every day if you want to just see I mean just exactly how it should be right like yes, right? Yeah. yeah um 
and I can't I, I don't remember all the details now that and I think in some ways mm-hmm. that's okay it's grace um yeah it is. yeah, it's grace. yeah. Um, but I was cramping and I knew that that was not a good sign um, so I went back I think Monday and then took Tuesday off something like that and Monday they could still hear the heartbeat or like at that point you like see it you actually see the heartbeat yeah. Um, which is wild. And so they could see it and hear it still. Um, but by that point I was, I got to actually see my doctor and she could see just like a lot of blood pooling around the, the baby. So she was still hopeful and she's not someone to sugarcoat things. Um, so if like, if she's hopeful, I felt like there was reason to hope. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I was quickly losing it. Um, and then Tuesday we didn't go in and Wednesday I was still like the bleeding just got worse and worse and that shouldn't happen obviously. And so, um, I went in that day and I was in really bad pain. Yes. Um, really bad, really bad cramping. Mm -hmm. And my dad actually drove me to the doctor's office because they, I was on bed rest, so I wasn't really supposed to drive. And my mom met me there to, to be with me because Jared was at work. Um, and he obviously would have stayed home had we known. Um, and I miscarried in the office. Um, so by that time we couldn't hear or find the heartbeat my doctor was still actually not sure if it was just because there was so much blood in the way um but when I walked out of the office I felt myself pass the pregnancy like ran to the bathroom went back in to confirm and I was glad you know in in a sense that I went back to confirm because I didn't have to go home curious and then that night I ended up in the ER for the first time um, because I was fainting, we think because of blood loss mm-hmm. and then came home, rested, continued bleeding. And then the next week was in like such excruciating pain that I was back in the ER. Um, and they had to give like pain medication and, um, every, everything was gone by that time. So I didn't. I never had to have like a DNC or go through any of that, which I'm really thankful about. My body expelled everything naturally, Mm -hmm. um, but it took a really long time. And that's miscarriage is very normal. um, And it's really awful no matter what. Um, But that is not a normal way to miscarry, Mm -hmm. especially early. Um, and so my doctor was really just like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, and it really, it really shouldn't have happened because it was a tested embryo. So it was very, very weird. And so shocking, just so shocking, so traumatic, <laughs> so traumatic. It's a yeah. Extreme amount of loss. Yeah. Ugh. And you're just like. I don't know. I mean, I, I think back and I remember just like laying on the couch yeah. and just like you, you feel that loss. Like there mm-hmm. was 
there was a life and now there's not. I did nothing to cause it. Um, but like, how, how did that happen? And, and why? And especially after already having had so much loss and like a hard time getting to that point, it just felt, it was, I was not happy. I was was not happy. Yeah. I can even hear like the bartering we do in grief, right? Like, ah, yeah. I had my fair share. Like, how am I, how is this happening too? You know? And totally. um, Yeah. It's so, it's such a part of our process of coming to the brutal reality of the things we don't want. And I also know people have had it so much worse than I have. And that is like, not that it's a competition, but just like, there are people who have been doing this for years and years and years with nothing to show for it. And they're still subjective. I want you to know that there's, we, we we never measure each other's journey. No. And so you get to have a total right. It is. Yeah. You have a right to your pain story. Right. Right. Like I, and this is like my own, like clearly, um, soapbox but it's like we get we can get <laughs> go for it <laughs> close to the pain and we're like oh but other suffering yeah and it's like yes and yes and mm-hmm. um my suffering wasn't total yes and it mm-hmm. was the worst day of my life yeah so it's okay it to, was that we could have yeah. it all yeah and and it truly was the worst day of our lives like or yeah. days because yeah. <laughs> it lasted yeah. so long yeah. um yeah, it, and it's, I think, you know, people, because miscarriage is common, and I'm thankful that it's becoming, people are becoming more aware of it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a really, and it's part of the reason why, like, I wanted to talk to you, because yep. Yep. I think people need to know that this is normal, and, and it's not your fault, and it is okay, um, but it's, it's really painful. And I can't tell you how many people asked me, how far along were you? And I was like, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. It hurts. Oh, right. Like it, right, right, right. Right, 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 right. It doesn't. Right. Yeah. I, and I felt like I often had to qualify that or yeah, qualify that mm-hmm. <laughs> with um, like, oh, I was six weeks, but it was genetically tested and it was really painful. And like, and I now looking back, I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't matter. That was a, that was a wanted person. So wanted, so fought for. Uh Yeah. 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 It, (laughs) yeah. Um, people educated and otherwise ask all sorts of silly questions. Oh, they Um, do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you know, and people just, mean wow. so well. They, they do. They do. Yeah. Mean so, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, cute. Um, so at this yeah. point, you like, we're, this is it. Or you're like, no, we're going to, what's That's, where, you know, mentally, what happens? Uh, yeah, mentally, <laughs> <laughs> mentally, what does happen? <laughs> we're all like, wait we a pull second. Up a chair. <laughs> yeah. I was in two places at the same time. I was 
totally ready to give up and mm -hmm. like this I've never known such a great pain both physically yeah. and emotionally yep and I've known pain like yes you have that's the thing it's like, yeah yes yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah. both kinds and so yeah. I but I, I had never experienced anything like that um and I still I mean I still think about that baby like you know that baby should be three months old oh, right of now course. of course yeah of course you, of course um and and I was like when can we do it again okay. yeah. <laughs> because okay. I'm a crazy person <laughs> yeah. uh, but also because I did have hope that it would work yeah thankfully again my doctor is a really good caregiver yeah. and um had us take some time to heal both physically and emotionally um I started awesome. going to counseling Great. um which was awesome mm -hmm. um and I had intermittently throughout this mm -hmm. like I had someone that I had already talked to so um I was really thankful that I had someone that I could just like call and including you know really good friends too <laughs> yeah. um we need it all yeah and um and then we we re so that happened last October um and we I think we met with my doctor in November and she advised us to not do another transfer in December because if it didn't work it really wrecks the holidays <laughs> and I was like oh that's not something I would have ever thought of because I'm no, just like at that, that point I'm like no, no let's, other timeline besides this one yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so we waited until January to do a second transfer um and then you know it's just more waiting <laughs> it's like yeah, you, and you oh and, and yeah. you also have to wait for the pregnancy hormone to drop below a That's certain right. number it has HGG. to be below five yeah and mine was really high um so and it, and it did take a couple big jumps down and then in December, I think I went and got tested and it was yeah. eight. Oh my gosh. Like, honestly, no, <laughs> I was like, really? So she was like, okay, we got to wait till January. Um, so yeah, that I, that was like another thing. So after a miscarriage, you're still getting blood work to confirm that you're not pregnant. And like, at that point you're getting blood work and hoping that the number is going down so that you can start all over again. Yeah, all the things to hope for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, I have good news. Your HCG is like, you know, from 10,000 to 5,000. You're like, I think that's good. Okay. But that whole time, had I been taking pregnancy tests, they still would have been positive Yeah. for months. Yeah. Which is just a wild yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 So January so happens. January. So that was when COVID starts rising again spiking again yes spiking yes. again yeah. <laughs> perfect timing so we were back on like super quarantine because that's the other thing is every time i would go to the doctors i was going through a covid questionnaire like have you been exposed to anyone with it have you so we just didn't see anybody like no, you, yeah, that's when you're like okay goodbye world yeah, yeah yeah um and so we did a transfer at the end of january where um partners were not allowed to come so that's another weird thing. You're in there and you're like, well, I maybe just got pregnant <laughs> by myself. Yeah. 
still. It's <laughs> modern day miracle. <laughs> yeah. And it really is. I mean, it it's is. like also yeah. an incredible thing to watch. Like you get yeah. to watch the embryo yeah. be wow. placed inside wow. of you. So that, yeah. that part is really cool. Yeah. Um, and you get a picture of the embryo and like Brilliant. that, that's am- like that morning, you know? Yeah. Um, so we went through the whole thing again and it worked again. And, um, so we are currently pregnant <laughs> and, um, but I, I did have a bleed at six and a half weeks with this one Same. and it was the most triggering thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. No doubt, no doubt. Um, but thankfully, it was okay. Uh, it did put it, that bleed stopped right away, but I had a blood clot, and so I was on bed rest for the first two months. Yeah, you have had to fight every inch of the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been, like, I, th- I, th- I thought for sure I was going to love being pregnant, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm interested in the baby, and I know it's yes. not easy. Like, I, I've been around a lot of babies, but yeah, so you know that. that's You're the part I'm interested knowing. in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How far along are you exactly? Um, 33 weeks tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right so, on the cusp. Yeah. And, like, we're at the point, too, now where if, preterm labor started like any like there's care you know oh, the baby yeah. should be yeah. okay yeah. um but the whole time I've said like I won't I won't actually breathe until there is a living breathing baby in my arms yeah yeah you, it, yeah I respect and honor that that is also you're right <laughs> yeah. yeah I just I just I wish I could <laughs> I wish I could think of it otherwise, no, but, but isn't I can't. That maternal instinct. I think that that's part. It's like, yeah, the covering, the shielding, the protecting all of it, and protecting ourselves as well. It's that. It's that sense yeah. of no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to see it with my own two eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So less than two months, or around yes. two months. Yes. Well, yeah. we're going to go with less than. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just, I mean, I have a girlfriend waiting in labor right now. And I, and I, was, and I was like, girl, I don't know. I'm telling you, it's not the way you think it's going to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's anything these little babies like to teach us is that we're not in control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. And there's just so, we're lacking so about all true. the desperation, you know, when at the beginning, there's a desperate hope. At the end, it's a desperate hope. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And she's yeah. also um, in pregnancy after loss as well right yeah. now. And so there's yeah. just an, there's an extra, mm-hmm. there's extra around yeah. that. And yeah, you know, we're, we're not just, we're not just, you will not just be birthing the baby. You'll be birthing relief. You will be birthing. Yeah. Grief. You'll be, you know, there's a lot you're birthing. Yeah. Yeah. The birth of yourself as a mother. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes on in that room. There is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Radical. Now, from where you sit now, mm-hmm. anything you want people, what would you want to say to somebody who's mm-hmm. just beginning the journey or has been in the journey forever? Where, what do you, what do you want to say? Um, oh man, so many things <laughs> for someone who's been in the journey forever. I'm so sorry that it, it sucks. And 
I hate that for poor people. Um, I, I wouldn't wish it. I don't have a worst enemy, but if I did, <laughs> I would not wish this upon anyone. Um, it's it's not fair. It doesn't feel right. Um, and for someone starting out, I would say to take care of yourself as best as you can, mm. whether that be the people you surround yourself with, saying no to things. Mm -hmm. I said no to a lot. I I couldn't go to baby showers. Um, yeah. And and that's okay. I'm mm -hmm. I'm sorry because I love to celebrate babies and I love babies so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I I couldn't do it, and because of that, like I've thought of mine differently too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think. I think also for people supporting someone going through it, right. um, I would say if you've already been invited in, like you've, they've told you, they've let you in to that part of their life, it's really nice to have people check up on you yeah. um, without the expectation that you're going to show up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think that, like, I just, I have those friends in my life that would check in on me, and there was no expectation of me hanging out with them. There was no expectation of me telling, yes, it worked, no, it didn't. Like, they they let me share that when I wanted to, because so much of it is taken away from you, that you you want to be able to have those things. And, like, you know, most people don't share until they're through the first trimester or the first half, even, of their pregnancy. And for those of us going through infertility treatments, close friends and family know every step of the way. And it's like, but I want some normal, I yes. wanted some normalcy. Yes. Some people want to share everything and that's great too. Um, so I would, yeah, I would say like, just be really kind to yourself and, yeah. and it's also okay to change your mind. Like if you share too much and then you're like, eh, I don't really want to do that. Love you that. can stop. I love that. Um, That's really great wisdom, Hill, right there. You don't yeah. have to continue. Yeah. Like, and I, I found myself doing that. Like I would like maybe overshare with someone and it obviously like with somebody I love, but, and I was like, eh, they don't need to know everything. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. What's your yeah. learning? Yeah. Um, so I think, and, and then just to find the joy in little things as much as you can it's hard it's really hard you can um, write a book on that just so you know <laughs> thanks Elise. that's mm -hmm. really nice mm -hmm. and I, I mean you have like I think you have to look for those little things mm -hmm. like I had an incredibly supportive husband yes. that yes was yes. willing to give up everything um so that we could do this because yeah. it was a priority for us yeah. um not everyone has that and and I that breaks my heart um and just I mean little things like I told you like I mean we're just so thankful that we were able to do this and I know that people aren't able to do this that really want to yep. and that that's huge that's why I also, I not, we're also having this conversation in the waiting we're in the expecting you know and so there's still yeah there's still beauty to the fragility of your story of yeah this is real and I'm still in it and yep. uh, you know, and this is, 
what it's still like for me and and you know and it's and then how that transitions into the parenting yeah it's you know it's still that umbilicus of care and mm-hmm. concern and worry and fretting and oh. yeah yeah and I think too like I think um one of the things that I want to remember I guess I mean I don't know how long I'll be going through this you know there are there are lots of stories of people becoming pregnant after yes. all of this yeah, totally totally and some people yeah. are never are never able to get pregnant again, yeah. and some yeah. people are able to have all of their kids through IVF. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't know what this entails for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we have embryos, um, and I know that we will try again. Yeah. Um, but I also know that we've lost, you yeah. know, and yeah. Um, it's yeah. so it's yeah, it's all of those things. And then I think too about like I said, like people who can't go through all of this or people, I mean, I remember myself, like when I was not married and that felt like infertility to me. Cause it was like, that was parallel. Yeah. So I think it's just like, I, I want to remember to consider every side and, um, well, the, what I want and how I just to be in want. I think to be in want. Yeah. Grave want. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, it's just different portals too. That's part of it. I think it's like, it's a portal to, to, to wanting to be married or to wanting to have a baby or to want, you know, just to just that, that feeling of want it could, it can feel like just so excruciating. So totally, totally. I am grateful that you are willing to uh, let me let the let listeners into the pain and also like the um, just the honesty. Whereas, yeah, infertility can feel if you're not in it can feel very like it's shrouded in we don't know, and when mm-hmm. you are in it, oh god, just the pain and the privacy, you know, and so yes. Yeah. And for someone who's listening, who is a supporter, to be able to hear this conversation without having to ask the person in their life all these th- details mm-hmm. and questions. It's like, we just need stories, so each mm-hmm. other's stories, so we could hear like, oh, that's what that was like for you. Oh, that's what that right. was like for you. We just, we need it. We need each other like this. Yeah. Yeah. And And to those supporting people, I would say, like, thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> for being there for your friends and and just try not to expect a lot from them mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. i'm so excited to see you nuzzle your little <laughs> bean thank you <laughs> i cannot wait <laughs> i cannot wait Thank you for listening today. Today is um, it's been really a big honor to get to sit with a friend, but also to get to share my friend with you. And so, if you have questions, thoughts, a need for resources, um, or have a story that you also want to feel heard and get a chance to 
have your own voice and choice, um, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at any time, elise at elisesnipes.com or hello at elisesnipes.com. Would love to hear from you. Okay. Have the best day, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>